Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Daniel Kirsch, and today, Sean Hooley is here to give us all the news in the industry. As we discussed last week, it's earnings season, but we decided to include fewer earnings stories today, but there's still some really interesting news today. So, Sean, welcome back. And can you give us a roundup of what we're going to talk about today? Sure. Today's roundup includes a quarterly update from Philips, Johnson & Johnson's Biosense Webster launching an AFib mapping catheter, Baxter launching an absorbable hemostatic powder, Inspire Medical appointing a former Medtronic executive to its C-suite, and Johnson & Johnson looks to split off one of its businesses. So all all kinds of stuff to get stuck into. Like you mentioned, not all earnings yet anyway. Let's get it started. What's the first thing that we should know for today? We will get the earnings out of the way, and uh, Philips stock is down on a, quote, lumpy order intake in the second quarter. So after some positive earnings reports that we spoke about on last week's pod, we start this week with one of the big names in medtech reporting a less than stellar second quarter thanks to a decline in comparable order intake. And what was Philips' year-over-year sales growth in Q2? Philips reported 9% sales growth year-over-year compared to the same three-month period in 2022. As we know, Philips has been engaging in DOJ talks and has had continued layoffs. How many jobs has Philips cut so far and does it have any future reduction plans? Yeah, so the company's cut 6,600 jobs so far, and that's out of a planned reduction of 7,000 roles by 2023. And the company also plans to cut, in in addition to what it's already cut, it's going to reach up to 10,000 roles in total by 2025. What is the current status of the ongoing consent decree talks between Philips and the U.S. Justice Department related to its CPAP and respiratory devices recall? Well, CEO Roy Jacobs declined to speculate on whether Philips will resolve that ongoing talk with the Justice Department over the consent decree stuff related to the massive recall of CPAPs and other respiratory devices. He'd previously expressed hope that the talks would be resolved during the first half of this year, but said the timing was out of the company's control, said it needs to be done diligently, and and the company is working together, trying to bring to the conclusion at the right time. Let's move on to some innovation news. Looks like we have a a catheter to talk about. Johnson & Johnson's Biosense Webster unit launched its AFib mapping catheter. Some positive news in the AFib ablation space with this FDA-cleared system now set to roll out. And ablation is definitely a hot topic right now. So what is the mapping catheter designed for, and how does it benefit clinicians? So the mapping catheter called Optrel was designed as a high-density diagnostic catheter for mapping cases like persistent AFib, redo AFib ablation, atrial tachycardia, and ventricular tachycardia. The company says the high-definition maps give clinicians a better understanding of where the arrhythmia occurs, enabling them to develop a more effective ablation strategy. Interesting. What are the catheter's features? So it's got 48 electrodes that are symmetrically distributed across six spleens, combining with the Cardo 3 technology from Biosense Webster to deliver intelligent insights and high-res directional mapping. Cardo 3 has local conduction vectors that display real-time direction and speed of electrical impulses traveling through the heart. All this tight electrode spacing and small electrodes help to produce a higher signal resolution, enhancing the maps of the heart as well. So altogether, the electrodes sort of create this entire, I guess, ecosystem within the mapping. 
This seems like something that healthcare professionals could be interested in, you know, with the clinical outcomes and the real world applications of the mapping catheter to assess the potential impact on AFib treatment outcomes. What do doctors and executives think? Well, the Cleveland Clinic's Dr. Pasquale Santangeli said the catheter and vectors give him the confidence to quickly and effectively detect ablation lesion gaps and the arrhythmia substrate even in the most complex cases. Meanwhile, Jasmina Brooks, the president of Biosense Webster, said the mapping catheter rounds out its diagnostic mapping portfolio, providing physicians with a comprehensive set of tools integrated with the Cardo 3 mapping system to diagnose and treat arrhythmias. It's the latest example of the continued commitment of Biosense Webster to providing clinicians with innovative tools to improve efficiency and effectiveness of procedures and quality of care for patients. What's the next bit of news that you have for us? Baxter launched its perclot absorbable hemostatic powder. Company's ready to bring this product to market just a couple months after the FDA cleared it. What is Perclot and what is its purpose? So it's a passive absorbable hemostatic powder designed to control mild bleeding in specific surgical procedures as a ready-to-use option for patients with intact coagulation. How does it work? The powder's granules have a molecular structure that rapidly absorbs water to form a gelled adhesive matrix to provide a mechanical barrier against further bleeding. It also results in the accumulation of platelets, red blood cells, and coagulation proteins. Surgeons and medical professionals could be keen on evaluating Perclot's ease of use, efficacy, and safety to assess its potential benefits in various surgical outcomes. But how does Perclot enhance clinicians' ability to optimize that patient care? According to Baxter, the powder enhances the ability to optimize patient care by addressing a broader range of intraoperative bleeding. It could help to reduce blood transfusions and major complications while lowering the total cost of care. Let's move on to some personnel changes. Yep. Inspire Medical Systems has picked a former Medtronic executive as its new chief strategy officer. After over a decade at Medtronic, this executive will now be charged with leading Inspire's strategic operations. Who was appointed and what is some of their career history that kind of supports this appointment? So Inspire chose Carlton Weatherby as its new chief strategy officer. He was previously VP and GM of Medtronic's spine and biologics business. He took on that role in 2021, having previously served as VP of strategic sales. He held a number of roles in corporate development across his time at Medtronic, where he had originally joined up in 2011. Inspire said that Weatherby has more than 15 years of experience in commercial and corporate strategy and business development across medical devices. Interesting. This appointment sounds like it underscores the ongoing talent mobility within the medical device industry, and this appointment may signal a strategic shift in Inspire's growth trajectory. And just considering the executive's previous experience, what did executives think about this appointment? Tim Herbert, the president and CEO at Inspire, said the company is very excited to welcome Weatherby to the Inspire team. His vast experience in leadership roles across medtech, as well as his strategic vision, will be very valuable as we continue to grow and scale as an organization, is what Herbert said. Now let's move on to our last bit of news. Yep, Johnson & Johnson is looking to split off Kenview and focus on medtech and pharma. The company is ready to narrow its focus by letting go of the consumer health business. What are some of the details of the planned exchange offer? So Johnson Johnson wants to split off more than 80% of Kenview shares through an exchange offer. Under this planned offer, Johnson Johnson shareholders can exchange all, some, or none of their stock for Kenview common stock. Company expects the exchange offer to be tax-free for U.S. federal income tax purposes as well. So we usually hear about spinoffs, but 
this is the first split off that we've heard of in a while. And I think it's kind of this in the same aspect where they do this for ongoing efforts to streamline its business portfolio to focus on core segments that they think will drive business more. What did the CEO have to say about this news? Joaquin Duato, the chair and CEO of Johnson Johnson, said the separation of Kenview further sharpens J&J's focus on transformational innovation, specifically in pharmaceutical and medtech. We believe now is the right time to distribute our Kenview shares, and we are confident that a split off is the appropriate path forward to bring value to our shareholders. Can you give us a little more details of the exchange offer, like how much will shareholders receive? What percentage of outstanding shares are up for grabs? Yeah, so the exchange offer permits J&J shareholders to exchange their shares for Kenview shares at a 7% discount. It remains subject to an upper limit of about eight shares of Kenview stock per share of J&J common stock tendered and accepted. With no upper limit in effect, J&J expects tendering shareholders to receive approximately $107.53 of Kenview stock for every $100 of J&J stock. Now, J&J owns about 1.7 billion shares of Kenview stock. And the exchange offers completion is subject to the distribution of more than 460 million Kenview shares exchanged for J&J shares. Well, that's all the news that we have for today. We had some interesting stories that we covered today, but thanks for being here, Sean, and sharing all your insights. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website. Check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? I am on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.